Today's Bible passage is from Psalm 62, which can be found on page 462 of、uh, the Church Bible. Truly, my soul finds rest in God; my salvation comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation; He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down? This leaning wall, this tottering fence. Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is a refuge. Surely the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighted on a balance, they are nothing. Together they are only a breath. Do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken; two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. This is the word of God of Lord. Thank you, April, for reading. Alice for praying. Let's keep that passage open. We're going to look closely at this psalm together. While I put this one away, let's get things ready. Great. Well, why don't we pray together as we come to God's word? Father, thank you that you are our God. Thank you that we can trust you. Pray you would work by your Spirit.、Uh, give me strength to speak your words. Work in all of our hearts to、uh, lift our eyes to Jesus, our hearts to Him, and to find rest in Him. In Jesus' name, Amen. Great. Well, it's great to hear these stories of calmness in unrest here in Hong Kong. These Christians singing hymns、um, today. I don't know seven seven. I don't know if that day means anything to you. Maybe if you're from the UK,、um, it's when the London bombings happened.、Um, you know, f- a few bombs went off on the underground at the same time,、uh, and one on a bus.、Uh, 50 people died, 700 injured. One of the biggest terrorist attacks in the UK.、Um, I was in the UK at the time. I actually, I worked in London、uh, that morning.、Uh, I, I took the, the train. The only thing is, I took it a bit earlier. I went swimming. Uh, but then I came to my office, and there was just this deadly silence,、and、because something had happened. You could just feel it, and everyone was glued to their screens. They were wondering what's happening, and not to their spreadsheets, but the news. What, what's going on?、Uh, first, we thought、uh, it was some kind of electrical failure that caused an explosion, but、uh, no, that that wasn't right. And soon we found out. Okay, here were radical Muslims、uh, from a city. Uh, in the north of England, where I later worked, who had come down and, yeah, suicide bombs. 
Now, I don't know how you would react in, in that kind of situation. Uh, my colleagues, they all freaked out. Right? They, what's happening? And they were on the phone, and they wanted to go out and buy sleeping bags and cans of food because they just didn't know what's going to happen now. You know, uh, The train was down. Uh, of course, we were London Underground. That's where I worked. So we got very busy that day planning the emergencies. But you know, would you be calm in that situation? Being a Christian make a difference. You can trust, what, when you trust someone, you believe that what they say is true. So you need to know what God says for to believe it's true. Uh, so, uh, yeah, read the Bible. <laughs> Let's uh, memorize it, meditate on it. It's the summer, we have a bit more time maybe. Uh, let's use it well to, to get to know God. I mean, you read the Psalms, and the Psalms are full of stuff about God, right? Yes, there's prayers and requests. It is a prayer book. And yes, there's feelings. My soul is yearning and fainting, and my heart is singing. But you read through the Psalms, and most of it is just the psalmist reminding himself of who God is. Uh, the God who rules, the God who made everything, the God who will judge, the God who has all power, the God of love. And that's how they get through whatever they're, getting, uh, whatever they're facing, reminding themselves of who God is. So yeah, let, let's spend time in the Word. <laughs> Uh, let's make sure we're not distracted, right? Some things, sometimes your mind wanders. Sometimes it's intentional because you left your phone on. You know, turn it off. Don't get distracted. But that's the first thing. Behold your God. But then second, I guess the other side of the coin. You know, see your problems in perspective. Uh, that is what, what we need to do. You know, it's like you've climbed all the way up to God and then you look down and then, oh, actually my problems are pretty small. Because I think that's what David does. Yeah, so verse 9. Surely. It's like the, the counterpart to verse 4. Verse 4, he was thinking of his enemies. But verse 9, again, but it's different. Yeah? So verse 9. Surely the lowborn are but a breath. The highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing. Together they are only a breath. And he's looking at the people around him. But now, actually, they're just a breath. They're a lie. They're nothing. Right, a breath. I don't know. Uh, we don't have it here in Hong Kong, but in colder countries, you come outside and you, you breathe and there's just white smoke. And one second later, it's gone. That's, that, that's, that's the idea here. This vapor, just gone. And he sees all the people. And, hey, hey, guys, everyone you're facing, they're just a breath. Uh, they're a lie, an illusion. There's no substance to them. No uh, reality behind it. Uh, you weigh them on the balance and, and they're nothing. Th that's what people are like. You know, th th These people you're so worried about. These people who can do things you think. Well, actually, compared to God, they're nothing. That, that's what he now realizes, right? Compared to God, my fortress, my refuge, these people, they're nothing. Now, of course, they're not really nothing. You know, they, These are real people with real power, and, and they could really hurt you. It's just that you see them next to God, and then suddenly they're quite small. You know, every breath they take is a breath that was given to them by God. God can take it away at any moment, right? That, that's who's really in charge. 
No, God is from everlasting to everlasting. And these people, they're just around for a few seconds. Actually, we don't need to be anxious, right? Then, You know, power contest. Who's going to win? Eh, in boxing, there's the heavyweights and the lightweights. Well, these people, you put them on the scales, they're nothing. Actually, <laughs> it says the, the scales go up. It's like they weigh less than nothing. The scales go up. It's that bad. You know, they're nothing. So let's not be afraid. Huh? And especially as Christians think long term. We thought about that last week. You know, God doesn't spare us trouble. It's not that we have an easy life. But God brings us safely through the trouble. And you look back and nothing's happened. You know, think 50 years from now. Whatever's going on now, 50 years from now, what difference has it made? Nothing. You're there with Jesus. What's, what will have changed because of what you're facing now at work? Or what you're facing health-wise or in your family or because of these things in Hong Kong? What will have changed? Nothing. The only thing you'll remember is the good that God brought out of it, right? And that's 550 years. How about 100,000 million years? Actually, these little things are so small, nothing. Of course, 50 years is a long time, right? We want things now. We, uh, yeah, that's the culture we live in. My kids always find it very hard to think, oh, 50 years from now. The thing is, we have eternal life. If you live forever, you need to have a bit bigger time scale. And then, well, what can happen? Nothing happened to Jesus. Nothing will happen to us. God will bring us safely through. Either he's going to solve it in this life or he's going to solve it later. But see your problems in perspective. Uh, think about what you're going through. What, is there anything that you think God can't solve? He, doesn't le- he lacks the power to do anything about it. He lacks the wisdom. No, you see your problems in perspective uh, and it's Nothing. So those two things, seeing God and then putting your problems next to God, that will give you that peace, right? But then what does that look like in practice? And that's the third thing uh, that David tells us. And I think what he tells us, patience, not pragmatism. Trusting God means having patience. It means waiting, waiting uh, for God. You know, I've prayed, David's clearly, I mean, he has prayed, for God to do something about it, and now he's waiting. Right? His soul finds rest. It, it's quiet before God. Now, what is pragmatism? Pragmatism is when you care about the results. You know, I, I want the results. I want to get it solved. Uh, it doesn't matter how, either by God or some other way, and so I'm going to do it myself. And I hope you can see that waiting and trusting go together. I mean, silly example, you go to the cinema... And your friend says, uh, I'll be there and I'll buy the ticket. And I, I will have bought the tickets. But then, you know, five minutes to the movie, he's still not there yet. What do you do? Are you going to wait for him? Or are you just going to buy your own ticket? I hope you can see the difference, right? One is you trust your friend and you wait. <laughs> the other is, well, I, I just want to see this movie. And so I'm going to, you know, I'll just buy the ticket. But I I think that's the point of verse 10. So look at verse 10. Seems a bit of a weird verse. Do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. 
Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Why does he suddenly say, well, don't extort people, don't steal goods? Uh, Well, the clue is in what the start of that verse. Do not trust in them. And he says to the people, yeah, trust in God. Don't trust in these sinful means. Don't trust in extortion. And why? Well, because they might get you what you want. You know, riches will increase, but don't set your heart on them. Extortion and stolen goods, uh, that's, you know, <laughs> don't uh, trust in God. Don't trust in those things. Don't look to those things to give you what you want. So, you know, I want something. God won't give it to me. Well, I'm going to get there myself using extortion, stolen goods with sin. And uh, does that make sense? Uh, he is the, the pragmatism. I, I want this. God won't give it to me, so... I'm going to just do it myself. I think the clearest example, I mean, a good illustration, is kind of the, this mindset, is, is the violence from, that we saw last Monday. Uh, when there was a great peaceful protest, but there were also, yeah, people going into Lechko, vandalizing. And of course, violence, uh, yeah, it is wrong, right? It's never right. Uh, you may feel very sympathetic to them, but, you know, violence is never right. But why did they do this, eh, if you read the newspapers? Well, they gave up on, on peaceful protests. They tried peace, right? They tried marching, and that didn't work, they felt. And so because it didn't work, well, then we just need to do something like this to get, uh, to, to get listened to, right? They, they didn't trust the peaceful protests. They didn't trust, you know, peaceful means to... You know, to deliver in the end. They didn't have the patience, so let's do it this way. Can can you see it? That's the kind of mindset. Of course, we're talking about wrong things here. I'm not saying that's like you can't go to the doctor if you're sick. Because doctors are a gift from God. If, if, If you trust, you know, you can trust God and see a doctor, that's fine. Or if you need help, do ask someone for help. The Bible says, bear one another's burdens. And, and, you know, people can't bear your burdens if you don't tell them about him. No, no, sinful means. If you're trying to get what you want through something that God says is wrong, is sinful, then you've stopped trusting him. You're saying to him, God, I don't think you're going to do this for me. So I'm just going to do it myself in this way. Right? Then you know you've stopped trusting. If you're trying to get what you want through sin, I guess some Christian examples, I guess this is a common one, but uh, you know, you're young and you're single and you want to be married and you're waiting for God to provide the right person. Uh, You're doing legitimate things, you are trying to date people, but it doesn't work. What do you do? Are you going to date? Are you going to wait? Or do you just go and date someone that God says, no, you shouldn't, Uh, someone who's not a Christian? Basically, you're saying, God, I, I don't think you're going to provide, so I'm going to do it myself, right? That's, that's, that's the, the motivation. But it's not patience, but pragmatism. I, I just want a girlfriend or boyfriend, even if that means sin. I don't care about the means, just the result. Or situations at work. I don't know, maybe there's insecurity, things happening. How can you keep your job? You can trust God do normal things or, you know, bribery, lies, intimidation. Those things work in the workplace as well, right? Often. They can get you results. 
Your colleagues may do that. But it's sin. Uh, it doesn't it may look like it solves the problem, but, but it's sin. And so the right thing to do is, well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna keep trusting God. I'm gonna look to him, I'm gonna pray. I'm not gonna do any of those wrong things because I keep trusting God. That's what trusting God looks like. Uh, if you have peace, yeah, you, you will wait. Because ultimately, what's the problem with sin, right? You're, you're betraying God. That, that, that is where David goes. He just doesn't want to betray God. He doesn't want to lose God. God, you're, you're my God, and I don't want to lose you. Because if I, you know, as long as I've got you, I've lost nothing. Look again at those last few verses. One thing God has spoken. Two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God. And with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they've done. God, you've got the the power, the love, so it's not that you can't do it. It's not that you don't want to do it. I I just have to trust that you're wiser than me. But that, that last thing, you know, God, you will reward everyone for what they've done. Reward or repay. You will repay people for their evil. And so he's just thinking, you know, God is going to come. And I'm going to stand before him. And my enemies as well. Where do I want to stand? You know, these enemies who've turned their backs on God. And tried to topple me. I, I just want to stay with God, right? I, I don't want to lose him. I want to be with him. So I'm not going to betray him. Because ultimately, that's, that's what it is, right? If you stop trusting God, you're betraying him. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm at the cinema, I go buy my own ticket. And then my friend shows up with the tickets. How do you think he feels? He feels betrayed, right? He feels like I don't trust him. And, and that's it, right? We don't, David doesn't want to give up on God, so I'm going to keep trusting him. And, and even as Christians, that's even more, right? You know, God will repay everyone for the evil he's done. And, you know, if it was us by ourselves, well, we would all be with David's enemies, right? We, we didn't have any hope. In fact, well, there is someone you should worry about could stand over you in, in judgment, someone with all the power in the universe, the God Almighty against whom we've sinned. However, the wonderful news is that he did something about that. Right? He sent his son to die for us. To, so we could be forgiven, so we could be accepted, and now we can have that secure relationship with him. Would you turn your back on that? If you see God, the Father, sacrificing his son, you know, if God goes to such lengths to keep you, goes to such lengths that you could be with him, why would you turn your back on that? Why would you stop trusting this God who clearly loves you so much? If he is so for you, you know, he can't be against you. Uh, so you see this verse in the light of the gospel. You, we see God's power and love so much more. Yeah. And we can, then we can trust him. So, yeah, let's, let's behold our God. And especially let's look at him in his glory as Jesus dies on the cross. And let's put just our, your problems next to that. And, and see them disappear. And then keep waiting. You know, whatever will happen in Hong Kong, whatever's going on in your life, God's got it under control. God's going to bring you through. We just need to keep waiting and keep trusting. Let's do that.
Well, let's, uh, as the music team comes up, let's uh, have just 10 seconds silence, but then we'll reflect more later. <laughs> 